Markets live at the U.S. Open in Flushing, Queens. Richard Kent is a journalist and author, also a lawyer. He wrote the book Inside the U.S. Open, Federer, Nadal, and Roger Federer back on top. He's now working on a new book about Roger Federer, and he joins us here on site uh, at the Open. Nice to have you here. Great. Great to be on. I think this is my fifth anniversary on Bloomberg. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, is there a cake for me? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, have to, I'll work on that. Uh, what is it that you love so much about tennis and some of the specific players? Well, I've always been a tennis freak. I've always been a sports freak, but there's only three athletes in my life, and let's say I was around when JFK was president, okay? Only three athletes in my life who have really captivated my interest. Mickey Mantle, number seven for the Yankees, Arnold Palmer, who died recently, and Roger Federer. I picked up uh, watching Federer, I think, in 1998 here in the junior final against David Nalbandi, and he lost that final. But he was just such a smooth player, just such an effortless player. And I, I just said to myself or whomever was sitting next to me, this guy's going somewhere. And he went somewhere. 20 years so that you've been following him. And you are writing, um, you've written a book. You're writing another one. Tell me about what you're doing. Well, the first book, Roger Federer, Back on Top, related to 2011, uh, he had a uh, really stellar 2011 after not-so-good 2010. And that transition kind of captivated my imagination. And I w was always fascinated by the Federer. You mean going from having a tough year to a good year? Correct. Correct. And I was always fascinated by the Federer-Nadal series. Nadal had such a staggering lead over Federer. The biggest reason, of course, being that he played him most often on clay, and Nadal is the king of clay, 10 French Opens, no one's ever going to catch him. Uh, Bjorn Borg would have been the only player that would have been close to him on clay, and he retired at the age of 25. <laughs> so that wasn't going to happen. And uh, Federer did pick up uh, his only French Open win when Robin Soderling defeated Nadal at Roland Garros. Uh, but the series itself captivated me because Nadal seemed to always paint Federer into a corner. And he's got this looping forehand. Federer, one of few with a one-handed backhand, had difficulty handling that right. with, with all the revolutions on the ball. This year, of course, Federer took six months off last year, much to my chagrin, but in the long run, probably beneficial. He attacks uh, Nadal far more on the backhand side, and that bore fruit in the uh, in the stunning victory at the Australian and the victories at Indian Wells and in Miami. You know, when you make a study of one individual player, it's got to be fascinating to kind of watch as a young player and as he grows, matures as a player, uh, and kind of see the ups and downs. It was fascinating, and actually- And it is, right, because it continues. It, it continues. And he's, he was a teenager then. I, I, I kind of missed the years when he had, uh, I was told, I've seen pictures, orange hair. <laughs> it was, uh, believe it or not, uh, the guy you see right now, erudite guy, was kind of a rebel early yeah. on. And his dad, Robbie, told him to cut it out. He used to throw his racket and stuff like that. And right now, I mean, is there a more urbane, sophisticated athlete out there? Now, part of it is the brilliant work of his agent, Tony Gotzik, right. in, in shaping this persona. But it's also, I, I, with him, it's uh, what you see is what you get. 
Right, right. And you mature as you as you move along. Tell me, take me back to your your. I think it was your first book. Was it Inside the U.S. Open? Was that your first one? Well, my first my first book was actually uh, Fighting for Your Children: A Father's Guide to Custody. Okay. But you don't want to talk no, no, about no, no, that. No, 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 no. I mean, in terms of tennis, you're right. <laughs> in, inside the U.S. Open was a book about what. The fans, we're watching the fans right now walk around the grounds, don't see at the U.S. Open. I mean, these are the, the, the ball boys, the ushers. I mean, you really dug down. Well, not only did I dig down, I tried out to be a ball boy at a not-so-tender age. And I actually passed. I went two for three, but you have to go <laughs> three for three. I passed two of the tests, but I couldn't, for whatever strange reason, and I didn't even practice, I couldn't throw the ball from the right-hand corner all the way to the deep left-hand corner on the other side on one bounce. And you're out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I was 0 for 3 with that. Our Pim Fox uh, of Bloomberg uh, Radio and TV, he also tried out <laughs> at one point for a ball ball. How did he do? Um, he still do it in broadcast. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. How has, have you seen, we've just got about 30 seconds left here, the U.S. Open evolved too as kind of, not only a great, it's a great tennis event, obviously, but it's, there's so much more. And inside the U.S. Open, in my first paragraph, I call it the Disneyland of sports. <laughs> this, it's not just a tennis event. It's an event. You can show up here, never walk into the stadium behind this Arthur Ashe, watch, you know, some matches peripherally and have an unbelievable day. I mean, right. the, the food, the people watching. I mean, my wife loves to sit on the bench over over there right behind you and just, and just she's not there now. Oh, and, okay. And, 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 <laughs> I thought she might be. No, no, she's not. She, she's actually a lawyer herself. But she likes to sit on the bench and just people watch. Um, just quickly, Federer, you think he's going to take it? Quickly. At, at this very moment, yes. I wouldn't have said that on Tuesday night, but he's playing great against Yuzny. Of course, he's 17-0 against Yuzny. Got now, it. And he soon will be 18-0. Richard Kent joining us here, an author and attorney right here on Bloomberg Radio.